Hello, and welcome to the ERMI Podcast. I'm Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer. And for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing risk management professionals. We are pleased to bring you this SNAP Talk from the 39th Annual Construction Risk Conference titled Blockchain by Matt Nordaker. He's a risk consultant with Marsh. Matt's going to talk to you today about how blockchain and distributed ledger technology impact the construction industry. We hope you enjoy it. How are you guys? I'm in a weird spot here. We got happy hour in like 45 minutes, and I'm sort of the in-between. So thanks for that, Ernie. I really uh, appreciate that. Um, well, let's get... I know it's later in the day. Um, let's get started by making me feel a lot better about who I am and my abilities and how impressive I am by giving me just a nice round of applause. So everyone in here... Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Well, again, my name is Matt Nordaker. I'm a vice president for Marsh, Marsh and McLennan. I'm going to discuss blockchain aerially today as it pertains to uh, construction. So let's start with blockchain. What is blockchain? That's actually not the first question that comes to mind. The first question is, what isn't blockchain? Blockchain is not synonymous with Bitcoin. It's not synonymous with smart contracts. It's not synonymous with Ethereum. The underlying tech that is blockchain is what makes those technologies possible. What is blockchain? More or less, it can be synonymous with a DLT, a distributed ledger technology. Anyone heard that phrase before? DLT, distributed ledger technology. Essentially, it's a open, public, networked ledger that allows information to be passed to one another as well as engaging in transactions. When anything happens on a blockchain, info is shared or transactions, it's time stamped and it's written in blood. It cannot be changed, it's immutable. That's what makes it key versus any other software, any other, any other entity really in the digital space. Satoshi Nakamoto several years ago brought the world blockchain and brought the world Bitcoin. And Bitcoin was a craze for a long time, it still is. I purchased it when it was $10,000 per Bitcoin at a much cheaper rate, a few hundred bucks. And it immediately went down profoundly, I lost all my money. Because I was one of those people who thought it can only go up. Um, after a few years, people began to realize, hey, this Bitcoin's kind of cool, this cryptocurrency thing is cool, but how is this even possible? What's going on with the underlying tech that makes this even feasible? Exhibit A, blockchain. People started to do research on what is blockchain, how is it incorporated to allow cryptocurrencies to even exist, and we found out a ton of different stuff. From a corporate side, it can allow for secure collaboration, so different organizations, different nonprofits, even competitors can all be placed on one blockchain and share pertinent information that benefits the whole. You don't need to trust your competitor, you just trust the blockchain. Security, almost impossible to hack into a blockchain. Automation, it can automate a ton of administrative tasks that couldn't have been done before. Profitability, off the charts when it comes to things like this. Transparency, it's all open, it's all public. Everyone can see what's going on in the blockchain. You can't tweak it, but you can see it. And an efficient payment system which I'll get into in a little bit. Those are a few ways that blockchain is essentially going to revolutionize many aspects of corporate America. BIM modeling. Who's familiar with BIM modeling here? Assuming everyone in here. BIM modeling historically started in the 2D space, right? Just two dimensions. But as cloud computing, as computer processing continued to proliferate, we saw 3D, three dimensions taking in depth. As Moore's Law continued to take hold even more, doubling the processing power of computers every two years, we're seeing 4D and 5D. And 4D and 5D is now in the lexicon of construction, right? 4D and 5D BIM modeling. I read an article the other day that 60, 70, 8D are coming. And that's great for several reasons, and it's only 
possible because of the other emerging tech apparatus that allows that to be possible. The 8D, 7D is going to revolutionize a lot of different things. It's going to make it more efficient, more streamlined, more organized. Safety is going to be off the charts. But what's very interesting is when you add these Ds, you add these dimensions, the risk profile is augmented and it is changing construction profoundly. With every additional D, the liabilities change with that and go up accordingly. I read an article last week that after 7D, it won't even make sense unless something changes for construction companies to engage in seven dimension, eight dimension, because the liabilities are going to be so off the charts that no one's going to want to mess with it. So how do we fix that? Blockchain is one way to fix that. It can make it more efficient, more secure, and reduce the liabilities. So let's use a very aerial example of blockchain and construction. Um, this is going to be very aerial. On the blockchain side and construction side, a very elementary because you don't have a ton of time to get in the weeds on either front. Let's say there's an electrician and he completes his task on the second floor of a building. He goes and tells the general contractor to go sign off on it. What's really interesting is in the future, the sign off part is probably going to be done by a 5G robot combined with Internet of Things, combined with a blockchain solution, combined with 3D scanners that can do it in real time and almost immediately. But for the sake of this conversation, the GC goes over, has this tablet, checks it out, again, an elementary uh, example, clicks done. When he clicks done with a blockchain BIM model solution, immediately and in real time, the BIM model is going to change. The digital apparatus of what the building is supposed to be is now going to look a little different on the second floor. So in reality, the digital representation is going to start turn into reality. All these little micro milestones are going to start popping up all over the BIM model. And it'll be time-stamped immutably, all these changes. So when that electrician, electrician completes his job, time-stamped with who did it, who signed off on it, how many employees were there, what subcontractors were engaged in that type of work, what subcontractors were on the other side of the project, um, weather, and uh, you could put anything in there. Let's say if the Chicago Bulls won or lost that day. You could feasibly put that time-stamped. And spoiler, they probably lost. That's usually how that goes um, with the Bulls. So with these Ds, and with these new risks, blockchain can really help mitigate profoundly a lot of those risks. Now let's take a corollary of that for a second. When that, sub, or when that general contract employee hits submit on his Internet of Things tablet that shoots off information to the BIM model in real time, that's constructing reality on that BIM model. At the same time, over here, right when he clicks it, a payment's going to go into that subcontractor's bank account in real time. It's there. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to transfer money overseas. That takes weeks. Try to transfer a few thousand dollars to a family member, that takes days. Banks have to process it. When you're talking about corporations collaborating with one another, it needs to be protest, uh, it needs to be, the contracts need to be reviewed, all these different things. So this is where smart contracts come into play. Smart contracts work on an if-then protocol. If this happens, then this happens, plain and simple. If this happens, then a string of code is executed, and then it immediately goes into a bank account. And this could start up from the owners of the project, go down to the GC for every milestone, go down to subcontractors, second-tier subcontractors, all the way down. So you know your costs in real time. The BIM is real time. You can see what each little portion costs. If it's on time, all these different apparatuses. And the same thing goes over here, how much you paid the subcontractor in real time. Materials procurement. Let's use a very robust, comprehensive example for this just so we can touch all the different ways this could work. Let's say you're building a skyscraper in Denver, for example. 
um, and there's a Chinese firm that has the materials that you would like to use. You go to them, you say, I would like X amount of this, here's my payment on a blockchain solution, done. Time stamped, who purchased it, how much was paid, who agreed to the terms, legally, when they will arrive. Time stamped. You will get an update in that blockchain solution when it enters a truck, time stamped. That truck is on the move. You can see in real time where that truck is in real time. It gets to a port, time stamped. It gets on a ship, time stamped. You get an update now that the boat's on the move. You can look in your app on real time where that boat is. Gets to the US shores, time stamped. Gets on a truck, time stamped. You can now see where that truck is. So you can go back, all these are immutably stamped. If there is an issue and it's late, why is it late? Not he said, she said, trust the blockchain. Something happened here that can't be altered, can't be modified, that's the reason. If something's gonna be late, it'll tell you how late. Also needs to be said that blockchain is one of the emerging techs that's gonna combine with others, right? So for this solution, in terms of materials procurement, you'll need an internet of things, you'll need RDIF sensors. It actually infuriates me when people have these, blockchain's gonna transform these industries. No, it needs like six, seven, eight other emerging technologies to actually be used fully. Here's some other emerging tech that's being used currently in the construction industry. Every single one of these can be paired or work in Congress with the blockchain solution. Big data is gonna be an entirely different thing even for construction. I read an article saying in 10 years they're not gonna be construction companies, they're gonna be tech companies. And there's gonna be a ton of liabilities and things to worry about. Data sharing, self-aggregation of information, autonomous aggregation of data, confidentiality. How do we deal with these things? on such a scale that's never had to be done before. Blockchain is one way to do that, but there's several other technologies that need to be discussed internally. I spoke at a conference two months ago in Albuquerque about e-governance when it comes to blockchain. And offhandedly, I made a comment about this conference and construction of blockchain. And I, I, I truthfully don't even remember what I said. Five second snippet. And what I said, what I usually do at the end of, the, of my dialogue is if you have any questions or want to geek out after, feel free to find me. There's about 200 people in attendance. None of the seven people came and spoke to me. None of them wanted to talk about e-governance. These are people that get in the weeds on blockchain, that build out blockchain infrastructure. All seven had questions about construction. And they weren't necessarily questions that I could answer, right? But they've discussed things with their friends on how could we disrupt construction. And blockchain is one way, and they know how. Can they scale it? Can they get the funds? I don't know. But of all the 200 people there, seven had interesting questions, particularly about blockchain and construction at an e-governance conference. So it'll be very interesting to see how this digital transformation takes place with construction over the next 5, 10, 15 years. From a liabilities perspective, again, blockchain can really help mitigate that because it's immutable, it's written in blood. You can go check. And we've seen courts actually do this all over the world. Judges say, well, based on that blockchain, this is what happened. Because the blockchain is not biased, you can't change it. It's reality, reality is reality. And as precedents start being set in the courtroom, blockchain is gonna become even more relevant. As lawsuits begin to materialize, blockchain is gonna become even more relevant. That's all I got for you guys. Thank you for listening to me today, I'm really excited. You guys are pioneers in this industry and really excited to see what the industry looks like, the landscape over the next five or 10 years. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Ermi Podcast in your podcast app for more talks like this one. 
and to be notified when new episodes are released. 